0: Hello fellow enthusiasts and welcome to the Varley Vehicle. It's time to take a little spin in the vehicle. Today I want to talk about just uh, how different people view their lives. And uh, matter of fact, the title of today's show is going to be Crap Sandwich. When I was in college in the summer, I used to work for uh, the county that I live in. used to work for their maintenance department, either cutting grass or sweeping up streets you know whatever they had us do and there was one guy in particular walk in i don't even remember his name let's just call him joe hey joe how are you doing today well you know what mike life is like a crap sandwich and each day you're forced to take another bite At the time i thought it was a pretty funny statement I'm like yeah it's, that's pretty funny you know but looking back wow what a way to go through life talk about a pessimistic view talk about the glass being empty all the time and this is the same guy that uh during this time i was playing a lot of softball and uh, you know summer summer softball leagues you're always selling strip tickets this guy would buy a strip ticket and one time i think he won a couple hundred dollars on it same thing he you know he called me that day that night and he won so i got the money to take it in again joe how you doing You know, Mike, life's like that crap sandwich. And I hand him a hundred and some dollars and he still thinks life's like a crap sandwich. I just just can't imagine going through life thinking like that. Uh, Another example, I was um, selling pharmaceuticals at the time, working with my manager. And we walk into an office... Uh, There's one person in the waiting room and uh, the receptionist is behind these glass panes, windows, and she's talking to somebody. She looks at us, me and my manager, and she visibly sighs before she opens up the pane of glass. And then the conversation went something like this hi how you doing i'm mike with blank pharmaceuticals i'm here to introduce myself how are you doing today there was about a five second very uncomfortable delay i'm okay wow (laughs) wow she's okay completely mad that we are in her space number one and she is she answers the question after a long uncomfortable pause. Obviously she's she's not okay now there's another person who is stuck in a little cubicle making mm, seven eight dollars an hour you know her husband probably you know husband probably works so you know probably struggling to make ends meet. And the company's giving her more work and more responsibility, and for not more pay—that's for sure. And her whole life, eight hours a day, five days a week. So we're looking at. Look at it this way, folks. It's what twenty? I think two thousand. Excuse me, two thousand and eighty hours a week. Um, a week. Wow, that's a that's a big week. <laughs> Let's try this again. It's 2,080 hours in a year you work. So just imagine being confined in that cubicle for 2,080 hours. No wonder she felt like a caged animal. And again, that's another one that I just can't imagine living like that. And, you know, the fortunate thing... For me and for you, all out there listening, is this person is us, or or her, I should say. She unfortunately is stuck there, and the only reason she's stuck there is because she does not want to leave that. Because if she wanted to leave that, she would take action, which again is really the the principle behind my my radio podcast show is to take some sort of action. If that person wanted to leave their truly, truly desire to leave that position and improve her life, she would. But she will use some kind of excuse. Uh, there's nothing else out there. Oh, I am so lucky to have this job. You know how hard it is to get a job. You know how hard it is to find something making $8 an hour. And actually she's right, it's pretty hard. Why is it pretty hard? Because who would want to work for that? Who in their right mind would want to work for $8 an hour? Ah, oh, unbelievable. I, you know, and, I, and Joe, I still don't know if Joe is working for the county or not, but that leads me to another story. You know, friends I grew up with just do not, never had goals, He'd Jump from one job to another job until the guy landed with, the county maintenance crew. And now he just feels like he's set for life because oh he has benefits. And I work you know 8 to 5 or 7 to 3, while you're we working, 5 days a week, and if I'm there for say I get a week's work vacation the first week and then I probably get oh after the first year I will bet you I get um depends I think they might be union so let's say i might get a quarter an hour raise or maybe even let's be let's be uh really optimistic and say you know i get a dollar an hour raise every year so i'm up pretty near near eleven twelve dollars an hour for just riding around all day picking up trash and just existing it gives me enough money that i can i can get my uh go to the, the bar at night and on the weekends just relax and uh stay out at the bar a little bit later again who in their right mind would want to go through life when you have to stay someplace 15 years to get three weeks vacation and your seniority so the men who've been there the longest get the best weeks off you can call it out in the middle of the night if it snows to re- remove snow from somewhere. All, oh, forgot about this great, great benefit, a 401k. And you know what? Whatever you put in, we'll match it. Fantastic. We'll match up to 5%. You put in 5%. We'll put in 5%. You're getting free. You're getting 10%. You're only paying for 5 That is incredible. Where else are you going to get that? I have one question for this guy. If you're putting away, let's say, 10% of your money, so two things have to happen. Number one, you have to hope that whatever 401k you put it in, that's managed by a group of, I don't want to say honest, but a group of capable people that will increase that money so in the next 20, 30 years, however long away you are from retirement, that that money will be there, number one. And number two, my question is, if you're putting away 10% of your money a year, could you live on that 10% right now? If you couldn't now, what in the world makes you think you're going to be able to do that 20, 30 years from now? Unbelievable how just people's mindset of they are just so used to negative, you know. Oh, I can never do that. I can never do that. And you know what? That was my problem too. That's why I'm in my mid 40s and I'm only embarking on this new enterprise of being a personal development coach, a life coach now. And a lot of that was for me, anyways was lack of confidence in myself. I always thought, I don't, you know, the negativity build up. Oh, something's gonna, you can't do that. You have to know all this stuff. You know, when the time is right, nah, nah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do that. When, it, when, it, when the time is right, I'll be able, I'll have all this experience. I'll read, I'll read every book there is. When I read it, I'll, ha- I'll be able to do something with all this material I have. Well, you know what, that time never comes. You have to take action. When I did read, A couple personal development books, like Think and Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich, a Robert Kiyosaki book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It all came to me. Then is you have to take action. And I have a story to tell. And I can tell that story now. I don't have to wait until I think I have all this accumulated knowledge. I can tell my story now. And the second thing, which which was another big component, was that I just have the universe. I don't have to know everything. The universe takes care of that. I just keep my dream alive, what I want to do, my vision. And I take action. And that action is doing a podcast. That's my action right now: doing a podcast and talking about little stories. And matter of fact, I, I promised I would say humor, or have some funny uh, stories in my in my podcast. And it was one that came to me when I was uh, working in a bank. And this is a great story. Talk about a crushing dream. I graduate from Duquesne university in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And at the time when I graduated uh, my senior year, it was $12,000 a year to go there. My first job out of college was working for a savings loan that has since gone out of business, making $10,000 a year. How awesome is that? My first job, I was making less money than it cost to go to college. Wow. And I thought that was great. Like, wow, I can I can work myself up. Uh, they promised me a management training position, and I started as a teller line, and I was there for a whole year when I decided that this just isn't working. And I actually took a chance on a job that had it was complete 100% commission because I was just so tired of... of knowing I wasn't getting anywhere with that job. But anyways, the funny story is uh it was around winter time. Well, I guess I'll let you be the judge of but it just goes to show that the type of uh wit I have. It was uh winter time and I was working the teller line and we were sorta of crowded and it slowed down a little bit and a woman came in and she was a um a bigger size woman come in did her transactions for her, mm-hmm. and then she left. And the way the bank was set up is there were there was uh you could come in either from either side of the building, and there was two sets of double doors you had to go through. So she left and went out the, the back entrance. About 20 minutes go by and the manager comes out and he says, Do you hear something pounding, a banging? We look through the front doors, nothing. Go to the back doors. uh oh, unbelievable. Here's a lady sitting outside. She tripped on the on a, our step and fell and, and and probably broke her ankle. That obviously wasn't the, the funny part. So we, me and the manager bring her inside, put her in the little lounge area, get some ice, put ice on her ankle and call the ambulance. I go back to the teller line and uh, some people come in and there, she's over there and she's in the lounge area and she's just crying and you feel bad for her. And, uh, Next person in the line comes up to the window and says, Wow, you know, what happened to her? And with a straight face, I looked at him and said, just put it this way, she'll never bounce another check in this bank. <laughs> oh my goodness. You have to have fun in life. That's what it is. And that's, you know, maybe it wasn't the right thing to do, but it sure beats, it sure beats saying something like, Wow, life is like a crap sandwich. You know, each day you're forced to take another bite. Wow, where is that going to get you? So our action for today before we park the vehicle is when you find yourself talking to someone like that, maybe don't be ignorant, but just stop them in mid-sentence and think of something positive to say. If not, just, <laughs> you know, just maybe even this, say this. Hey, I'm in a good mood. Don't need to hear anymore. more. Thanks. I'll you know, see you another time. But The key is really, if that type of person is going to be, you really don't need that type of person in your life. If their whole, uh, outlook in life is is taking another bite from a disgusting sandwich like that, you have to really question whether you really need them in your life or not. That's the way it is. Thanks again for listening. Have a great time. Great day. And just remember, always, always take action towards your dreams and your visions. Thank you for listening.